Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Koloski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing, living, and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build individual careers. We're your hosts, and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned will keep your mind in check. This podcast is designed for you, so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being 100,000% yourself. What you'll get from us is real, dirty, a little... Okay, more like a lot of quirky. Along with empathy, edge, and safe space. If you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars, you're in the right place. A very complex subject, something I've struggled with for years. (laughs) How making yourself smaller is obviously bad for you, but it's also bad for the people that you're shrinking yourself down around. So we're going to talk a lot about that. Welcome. Happy, happy. I guess it's Friday. It is Friday. (laughs) So good to see everybody. First is awareness. Like we're always talking about that. So how to be aware that you're actually making yourself smaller. Like I didn't know that I was doing it. Um, And it's to protect yourself actually uh, more than other people, but we'll get into that. Two, how to break that pattern, because Amanda and I always talk about that once you get comfortable, your body gets comfortable with a certain pattern or a certain way of living, even if it's unhealthy for you, it's really hard to break. There's no shame around that because it's just, it's it's energetics and your ego's there to keep you safe, even if it's in an unsafe space. So we'll get more into that. And finally, Amanda's really good at this and we can probably come up with some mantras or things you can say to yourself whenever you find yourself trying to make yourself smaller. So I'll start off by talking about when I had this awareness. So I grew up and I was taught to be very subservient, which I don't think is that bad. I think it's really nice to serve other people um, and come together and have community because that's what we're always talking about mindset artistry. Uh, But also my brother has autism. And so when I was at home, I was more invisible because it was like everything was happening with him. We had therapists in and out of the house all the time. And okay, that's great. But then when we would go out, the world would ignore him. They would completely, hi, Gavin. Hi, Annetta. Hello, everybody's joining. The world would completely ignore my brother and put the focus on me. And I felt so guilty about that. And so it just felt wrong because I was like, he's amazing. He deserves the same amount of attention from the outside world um, as I'm getting. So uh you know, I wouldn't say anybody else shamed me for that. I shamed myself. And so then I started walking around the world and just being myself. And when I, I'm very quirky and I had to spend a lot of time alone as a kid, because as I said, my parents were really busy with my brother. We had lots of therapists in and out of the house. So I had to be outside all the time. And I would go see my friends, but I lived in kind of this bubble where I could be weird and I didn't know how weird I was. or I would just be outgoing and fun. And like, if you don't have a lot of people, you know, rubbing up against that, it's no big deal. But then I started to get older and realizing, oh, if I act a little different, I'll fit in more or I'll have more friends maybe, or this idea. And so I started to change myself. And I would also look at people and notice if they would start to shrink or start to feel bad when I was being myself. And because Um, the way I grew up, I felt shame around that. I was like, oh man, I got to make myself smaller because look, that person's hurting. So I I need to remove myself from a situation. I can't be myself. I got to let other people shine. And I thought, I generally thought I was doing a good thing. Um, but actually it was really bad for me, obviously, but also bad for the other person because it was 
Not, it, then they weren't working on what they needed to work on, their shadows and all of that. So Amanda, I would love to know more about the awareness that you had when you did this and how you discovered it. And then we'll uh, break it down a bit more about how to work through it. <laughs> yeah. So it and this version of like living small can look very different for many people. So like my, I can't relate to Janelle in the sense of like having, you know, a brother that you had to create yourself to be small so that he can shine. I did it in a way where I created myself small because I was afraid of being my true self and people not accepting who I was because as a kid, I felt weird. I felt the out like the outcast. So I would, instead of living small, I would create this version of myself that wasn't authentically true to make sure that I fit in with the with the crowd. Say, hey, hey, cat. Hi. Um, so I would I would try to you know create myself a version of myself that would allow myself to fit in with the crowd and be amongst the people that I thought were good and the it people and all those things because I was bullied I didn't have the things that other people did I you know I didn't have the long beautiful hair I didn't have I was like the skinny lengthy kind of girl and at home I could be myself but yet I couldn't be. I couldn't express my emotions without feeling like I, it was a vulnerable or I have to be strong, suck it up and move on because it's life. You know, not everybody's going to like you. And yes, that's very true. But I didn't notice that. And as I got older, I realized that there were certain patterns that I was reliving and I couldn't understand why. I couldn't understand like why I was being involved in relationships where I felt like I was a third party and I accepted being the third party of that relationship, whether it was with friends or someone else. And I, and I couldn't understand that. I'm like, I'm amazing. I'm great. Hello. And I know my worth, but yet I was allowing someone to define my worth based on what they like needed and things like that. And so it took me a while to admit that and take responsibility for the fact that all these patterns and situations that I've been reliving were, were in were survival techniques that I've adapted, limiting beliefs that I, you know, created in my system of reality and blocks that I was living in because I felt like this was the only way that I was going to be accepted. This was the only way that people were going to be able to see me. This was the only way to live because if I'd lived any anything different, I was going to be judged. I was going to be diminished. I was going to be told that, no, you can't do that. And I was told that, you know, the way yeah. that I spoke in, in the corporate world, like you talk funny, like, you know, I felt shameful that I grew up in the Bronx and had a Bronx accent. And yes, it comes in and out and, you know, in certain situations, honey, because it does. But I felt shameful that I was being judged on my culture and my experience. And it felt like it wasn't right. And so I had to like, I had, I pretended to be different in that sense. Like I embraced my culture, but in certain scenarios, I had to like, you know, like, no, mm -hmm, yes, proper and heighten my voice and be so feminine and cute. And like, instead of dropping into my real voice, which I was ashamed of for a really long time. So this living small can look very different for many people. And it's taking me a while to recognize that. And so it's okay. You're not alone. And Janelle's going to talk more about that and, and go into depth and, and some tools that you can possibly use to discover that within yourself. But yes, you're not alone. It's okay. Yeah. All of us have been through this. Please give us some hearts if you've ever made yourself smaller for other people. I mean, give us some hearts. Everybody that's watching. We're so happy Sapphire. to be here. Jennifer Shh, and like Kat. That. Yeah, we love yeah. that. So... <laughs> It really comes down to a reframe because basically people make their, themselves smaller, as Amanda and I have said in our own different life experiences, is because it's uncomfortable <laughs> if you're being yourself and people come up against that. 
you don't want to deal with that uncomfortability. But really what I found that I had to do is I had to teach myself and I encourage everybody that's watching really, and Amanda's really good at this, really identify what makes you, you and love on yourself for that. And Amanda can talk all about that. But once you really know who you are and you accept that, it does become easier. And a lot of times old people throw shade. Guys, let's stop. Okay. Let's, let's stop doing the shade thing. Stop doing the shade. Stop doing the shade thing. <laughs> You're like, oh, that person. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, I had to make myself smaller because that person's insecure. Yeah. Okay. Probably. But like, come on, let's love on people. Right. Because then you're taking it personal. Anger is a secondary emotion to pain. If you really get underneath the anger of what's going on, like yesterday I had to film a scene and I was, you know, getting really frustrated because I couldn't find like the vulnerability underneath. And I found like, yeah, I really have to like yell out in anger first to get to what's underneath. And Amanda and I talk about breath work and really being able to get how you're truly feeling about things. We just had a great life coach that we interviewed for our podcast. And she reminded us, you usually have to ask yourself three times, what's really going on here? So the first tool, really, if you feel like you're making yourself smaller, Amanda and I have said how we've identified that. It's basically if you can't feel like you can't be yourself in front of other people, you're looking outside to external situations and people to validate you and, and give you the key to your life that you know they give you the space to be you and it's you have to make you have to make the space for you and other people have to catch up or you know they will or they won't so really knowing who you are and then just reframing it gosh like i've had a lot of people like kind of a weird amount of people have told me years later janelle when i first met you you seemed to have the whole package and everything's so easy for you and i didn't want to like you because based on your face because you have symmetrical features i assumed you were a bitch like I've been told this a lot. I have a deep voice, tall, and I have like this RBF face. Uh, <laughs> but then they got to know me and they're like, ah, oh, crap, I already made that judgment of her and she's actually nice. I'm definitely not going to give in now. And what a terrible thing, right? Because then they missed out on having a nice relationship, right? But as a person that's used to this and it made me really mad and it really hurt my feelings a lot. And that's why I made myself so much smaller because I didn't want to deal with that. Because people are like, oh, I want to be nice. No, you want to protect yourself from pain. That's really what's going on. I'm not saying you're not nice, but when you make yourself smaller, you're actually protecting yourself with dealing with the resistance of that. And once you become strong enough in yourself that you're like, okay, I'm feeling resistance, but I know who I am. And I know I'm not doing anything wrong by existing because I deserve to have space. And so does everybody else. And then the compassion comes in. So now what I found that I do is, Try to lead with light and love. You know, I'm pretty feisty. Aries over here. <laughs> it's not perfect. But then I just say, like, I hope one day, like, I just encourage you to be yourself. I'm not going to cave to your shadow. I'm going to continue having my light. Because apparently my light is making your shadows really stand out and it's freaking you out. You're welcome. So you have two choices. You're either going to start looking at your shadows and working on yourself and being yourself and adding to the world and the beautiful, bright light that you are, or you're not going to do the work and you're going to project your pain onto me. But guess what? I'm not making myself smaller. So every time you come up against me, you're going to have that. So that's why I really encourage everybody to just try to, yes, opposite Yay. try to have compassion to people for people that are mean to you when you're shining your light. Try to have compassion. Doesn't mean you make yourself smaller. Doesn't mean you have to change, but just try that.
So Amanda, I love everything that you have to add to this. <laughs> I love all of that. Yes. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's not your responsibility to allow people to be themselves. They have to, and you, they do that by you doing it yourself because you're encouraging that behavior, right? You know, and granted, we have people in our lives that we know that they're amazing. We want them to see it. And you're like, you're amazing. Can you not see it? And it's like, yes, you, but so much, there's but so much you can do. It's like anything else, right? There's so much we can do, but your responsibility lies within you. And it's really, really hard to break patterns. And I, and I posted about this recently on one of my reels is that patterns are really hard to break because you have to acknowledge your responsibility within those patterns. You have to take the awareness and going, I am responsible for this, the circumstances that I'm living in right now. And that's scary to admit because that means that we're either saying that we're wrong or right or whatever. It is none of that. It's just these are the circumstances and the choice that you've made based on the system that you've created within you that has fed your reality currently. And so it's really hard to break that, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. It does not mean it's impossible. Any pattern can be broken, can be dismantled, can be torn apart. Okay, it can it can become an old version of you where you look back and go, wow, I did those things. And it's not to live in the shame. Don't ever live in the shame of your old patterns because you did it out of survival. You did it out of pain, out of suffering, out of healing or, you know, there were circumstances that fed it. So you created these like imaginary versions of yourself and you tapped into it so that you can survive. And it's absolutely okay. We all have those things. But what's not okay is living that forever. What's not okay is, is making that your lifestyle through the end and saying that life is horrible, life is not happening for me, is happening to me, all these things. And so what I had to do was, and, and like we had, again, we had this great coach, Gretchen, so watch this episode because she talks about secrets and how that can really hinder and rule your life if you're not acknowledging the secrets that you're living with. And so what we talked, what I had to do was I had to sit down. And actually ask myself the question more than three times and more than four times and write it down and all these things is I had to go, okay, what's going on, Amanda? Like, seriously, like, what is it that you actually want? Because for the longest time, I had a, a fear of the future. I didn't live in the future. I was afraid of planning for the future because I thought my future could not exist. I thought that there was always going to be trouble with the future. So why even imagine a future? Because it's, it's going to be inaccessible. I'm incapable of like having the great dream that I desire because of the circumstances that I lived in and the people that I were around. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, this is what I was uh, exposed to. And so for the longest time, I struggled with really seeing a future for myself. I did. And I'm not ashamed to say that now I struggled with sharing my emotions. I struggled with sharing who I truly was because I was ashamed or when I did, I was ridiculed for it. Um, we have a, we have some comments here, so I'm gonna take a moment. You have to let your protective shell know it's OK to go. You're good now. It, absolutely. And that's exactly what I do. And then we have a hello, Janelle. I just want to thank you for your YouTube videos about the Matrix, because I am currently benefiting from that from them at university. Keep posting positive and useful things. Oh, Matrix. Oh, yes. <laughs> Great. I love that. Um, and so that's what I had to do. I had to sit down with myself and I had to explore and spend time, like date myself, like literally take myself on dates on solo and, and talk to myself. And my friends make fun of me sometimes because I literally talk to myself unbeknownst to myself in public. <laughs> 
and that's okay too, you know, um, but I have to, that's the way that I process things. That's the way I allow things to, 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 to be released. And so that's what I do. I, I write it down and I don't judge myself. And for the longest time I was living in shame. So I went through the stages. Like I lived in shame of my past. I felt guilty and I didn't forgive myself. So that was a whole nother process of like, once I've acknowledged that, yes, okay, you have this pattern of diminishing your worth in relationships because you're desperate for love and attention and being seen and heard. And so you'll do anything to keep them because you're afraid of like abandonment. You're afraid of them leaving you. You're afraid of, you know, all these things and that's okay. And when I had, I had to acknowledge that, I had to start writing those things down and going, all right, well, what can I do? Who am I? What do I value? And are these places and these things and these people really for me? And if they're not, it's okay to let them go because I'm going to find my tribe. And sure enough, I did. Janelle, I have four amazing friends who are really my tribe and, you know, all these things, but it takes work. And that's okay. So again, I worked through talking. I talked it out. I wrote it out. I meditated on it. Some people, you don't have to always meditate because I say meditating, but you can work out, girl, you know, go for a walk, talk to nature, get to know yourself, go to therapy, you know, all of the things, color. I know my mom loves coloring when she's in a state of uh, like uh, just confusion, coloring, moving your body, taking a nap. There's so many things you can do, but the only way to do that is you have to ask yourself what you need. What are you lacking? What do you want? What do you value? What's important to you? All of these things. And that takes time because you have to admit your, 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 take your responsibility for the choices you've made up until that moment and then visualize your future and the version that you want to be your highest self, your most successful self, your most abundant self. And that could be hard if you don't think that that exists and it's possible for you, but it is. And that's what mindset artistry community is about is letting you know and encouraging you that the thing that you desire, that infinite possibility that you are, first of all, you were born with it. So you are meant to be great in who you are. And secondly, it is possible. You just have to not look outside of for that validation. You have to look within, ground yourself, get to know who you are, understand yourself, get rid of the things that aren't serving you. And that can be different every level that you get to. And you get deeper into the, the things that you need to do, the secrets, the things of living smaller. And I recently did that. I was like, oh, okay, I got that. And then I dived even deeper into what my, my pattern was. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, all right. <sighs> all right, all right. What can I do with that now? Now that I know, what's the next step? Implementing the change that I need to be and see in my life. Really difficult. So as Amanda said, don't judge yourself for it. And it's going to keep happening. And um, Leif, I'm so happy that it's helpful to you. And please keep up with Mindset Artistry. We're always posting positive and useful things, we swear. Uh, so we're happy <laughs> to have you in the community. And we didn't get to say goodbye to Mia, but goodbye. Hello, boots and boots. Um, yeah, so we're wrapping up here. But just to add to what Amanda's saying, at the end of the day, it's, it's your responsibility. A lot of times people say, well, that person made me feel or this person hurt me. And yeah, their action did activate something in you that made you decide to close off. But at the end of the day, that's up to you to heal. You allowed that. You allowed somebody else outside of you to shape your reality. Okay. And it doesn't. That's hard. That's hard. Easier. I would say it's very difficult. So, but don't judge yourself for it. I have a great breathwork teacher and she's like, stop putting shame on top of the pain that you already have. Mm. You're human. 
what can you do better? You know, just do better a little better the next day. So you, if you're walking around and you're like, oh, I made myself smaller in that room. Okay, then sit with yourself, see what's going on, like Amanda explained so well. And then the next time, if when you're in that room again, when you feel yourself start to make smaller, maybe you go from like this to this. And then maybe the next time you put your shoulders completely back, it's not going to be overnight, but for everybody that's watching and thank you for hanging out with us today. I just want you to just try to do like even little changes because a lot of times we focus on the end goal and the full transformation. And so we give up, we're afraid of failing or, Oh, I did it. And I didn't even, it didn't even work. Right. Because as Amanda's talking about patterns, like you're set in your patterns, but these little shifts, these little changes will change your life. And you don't have time to make yourself smaller. Everybody here, we all have this gorgeous light and these things that we do in life that only you can do. You know, there's a million actors out there, but we all have different ways of telling our story and being creative. And, and so it's just, I want everybody to really focus on your authenticity and what makes you, you. And Remember that maybe you have to just shift. If you find yourself that you just, you know, I've had to do this. I kept going to this one place and I found myself being small and couldn't be myself. And I am pretty confident because, you know, if you're in it and everyone's telling you everything's wrong with you, (laughs) of course, you're going to believe that. So you might have to remove yourself. You might have to get different friends. You might have to get a different job. You might have to do something else because we all need to grow and work on ourselves. Like I said, take responsibility for your actions at the end of the day, but stop going to places if people aren't going to accept you. You have nothing to prove. Writing and planning about the future are one of the most useful things in life. It's very true. Then you mm-hmm. have, you know, if you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. I always mm-hmm. say that. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's wrap it up here, but just... Take note, if you make yourself small again, sit with yourself and ask yourself why you did that. No shame, no judgment. Just ask yourself what's going on. And then the next time, try to come out of your shell a little bit more. And that's going to come from asking yourself what's really going on and then becoming more confident in what brings you joy. Amanda and I are coaches. You can you know hang out with us, book time, and we walk you through this whole process. But it's like times of ecstatic enjoyment. Where did you feel like you were literally flying? You were completely yourself. That's the way we're all supposed to be living. Mm -hmm. But you keep putting yourself in these situations where people don't accept that. And there's how many people in this world? So, you know, and I've even seen my family less. I've cut off friends. I've had to change jobs. And it's painful every time, but there's nothing more painful than making yourself so small and not living the life that you were meant to. Mm. Yeah, I love everything that you're saying. And thank you for sharing that. I think, you know, it resonates with me so much because I've been in spaces and places where I knew I didn't belong. I knew I didn't belong. I knew I wasn't being seen. I I knew I wasn't being uh, valued for my worth. And yet I still tolerated being in that in that space. And I suffered internally, although I had a smile on and I was having geeky and everything internally, I was suffering. I was doing my true self a disservice. I wasn't living authentically myself. And because of that, I was put in more in places and attracting people that didn't align with my truth. 
And here's the thing too, is that once you start living in your truth, once you start recognizing the thing, you will naturally start attracting who you, who you're meant to be around you, the people that, as, as I always like to say, and I've learned is that, you know, there are reasons why God or whoever you believe in has taken you, taken, um, push people out of your life is because you don't know what they're saying about you in a room that you're not in. And so, yeah, exactly. And so recognizing that, and as you do, those people slowly disappear and you won't even be as affected. You're like, oh, wow, this person, I haven't talked to them in like three months or four or five months and I'm okay. But yeah, I found some people who accept me and all these things. So it, it take, again, it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight and understand that too. And like Janelle said, like these patterns, it's not going to happen overnight. So embrace that. The change is not going to happen overnight, but one day it will if you continue to practice these things continuously. I talk about self-interrogation, you know, reassessing your life. And these are difficult things to do, but not impossible. These are necessary things to do. These are essential tools that you need to do in order to get to the life that you want and desire. And most of all, live authentically. You, Everybody deserves to be happy. And however that looks, stop comparing your happiness to what other people are doing that you don't know. You don't know who's helping them behind the scenes. You don't know who's picking them up in their darkest times. You don't know if they're actually lying. That is not your responsibility. That is not your problem. And that honestly, it shouldn't affect you. You go, great, love and light moving on. Or if anything going, that's inspiring. This person looks amazing and happy. That's something that I want to strive for. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindset Artistry. We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.